right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome into your featured podcast of the evening. It is a Big Easy Wrestling. I am host Shipesta, along with your host Dustin Destruction, and along with our third host, the one, the only Dave. And we got a good guest tonight. You guys are gonna enjoy this one. Welcome to the show. We want to welcome Tombstone Jesus. How's it going, bud? What's up? How you guys doing? We're doing fantastic. Right on. Shipster, Dave, Dustin, good to meet you guys. Thanks for having me on the show. Thanks for being on the show. I have to ask right away because people are going to wonder if they're watching us on YouTube. Do you normally record with your shirt off? I, you know, I sell shirts, but I, I never wear shirts. Fuck shirts, dude. Why, why would you want to cover all this shit up, man? I mean, I wore a shirt to court once. It was a Tombstone Jesus shirt, but other than that, I mean, fuck shirts, man. I hate them. I live about two two hours north of Vegas, and uh, it's always summertime here, man. So, yeah, I don't have to wear a shirt, and I love it. I mean, I we could do a podcast with those shirts on if you prefer. That. It would uh, not shiny lizard, don't you guys do it, man. Come on, skin it. <laughs> you know what? I don't all over it. I'll say, I'll say. Oh, Jesus. Go. All right. Sorry, I'm not looking very good. It's no fucks, man. That's where it starts, right there. What's your problem? Get your shirt off. <laughs> I, I know your shirt's off. I don't have to see. I know your shirt's off, brother. <laughs> I'm, I'm good. Oh. You no, know, I never wear shirts. Hey, it's Sunday. Sunday for me, you know, a lot of people, Sunday's a day of rest. That's double workout day for Tombstone Jesus. So I've already hit cardio weights once. I'll go in for another weight session. And uh, you don't just wake up looking like this, guys. Hell it's yeah. Work. So, yeah. Yeah, no days off. Like I say, a Sunday's just double workout day for me. So, Before we get into you the guys place, know how it is. So, I know Dave Looking good, bro. Oh, thank you. <laughs> got a little chest hair there. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> you got a little chest hair growing. You know, I, mean, I, I was about six years time. old when I had about that much chest hair coming in. I think I was in second grade. Me, <laughs> <laughs> I'm having like Scooby-Doo flashbacks and shit, bro. Okay. Good. We're like, oh. I've already lost my... <laughs> oh my god. That is great. Oh. <laughs> Uh, before we get oh, too started, um, you want to plug your merch there? Or any social media? Where can people find you? Guys, guys, Tombstone Jesus, uh, Instagram. There's a Facebook. That's a public page. Get me on my Twitter. My Twitter's just starting to blow up. I had something interesting happen earlier this year. I'm real happy about it. Twitter's blowing up. We got merchandise. We got Tombstone Jesus tank tops. Guys, we got hats. We got old bear claw necklaces. See, this is real bear claw right here. We sell these. Oh, hell yeah. See this bear claw hair. I don't know if you guys can see it. But anyways, killed that bear with my bare hand, okay? My bare hand, my left hand. The same bare hand smacked a few bear asses. Don't you know? <laughs> Anyway, we got we got pink and black hats. You name it, guys. Anybody want some Tombstone Jesus merch? Reach out to Tombstone Jesus. Message me on probably Twitter and Instagram is the easiest way. Reach out to me. We'll send you some merch, guys. You can be the coolest person in your town. Strutting around. Definitely be checking some of that merch out. These tank tops and shit they they increase strength by twenty five percent. Hmm. Well, I need that. Well, well okay. I need it. Okay, so in in, the, in that case, if it's twenty five percent, Dave, you need about four of them. <laughs> Layer up, dude. I got a fucking uh, hoodie. You'll probably increase your strength by you know maybe fifty percent. So. All oh, right, wow. Dustin. All right, Dustin, you get two of those. <laughs> Thanks. And I'll I'll take about six of each because I need that shit. 
I was going to say, how much do you need? <laughs> I have to get that necklace. I want to kill some of my bare hands, man. That's uh... what I'm talking about. I sold out a pants. A bear claw going here. Tombstone Jesus on the crotch. <laughs> get ready to get busy with her. You can think of me. Is uh, your claw stronger than the Von Eric claw? So that's a good what question. The bear, I don't, you know, I don't use the claw. I killed the bear with my bear claw. I don't, I don't use it. You know what? The Von Eric claw, shit. That's legendary, man. That's le that's good shit right there, brother. That's good shit right there. I don't do the iron claw. I'm my finisher. I come off the top rope, snap your neck, and uh, we both go down on our back, and it's a one, two, three. I call it the over the mountain net breaker. Nice. Yeah. Nice. On Eric like Claw, now we're talking. That's some good shit right there, buddy. So, I, I'll let Dave start, or Shipes. I know both of them were curious about your name and where that originated from. So, which one of you want to ask that? Yeah, so... well. Okay, So, Dave. where did you get your unique name from, Mr. Tombstone? All right, guys. I used to live up in the mountains. I lived about... I don't know, the closest, I lived right on this beautiful river called the Provo River, right up this canyon, had like world-class fly fishing. And the closest drinking establishment was a ski resort up there owned by Robert Redford called Sundance. There was a bar there called the Isle Bar. This is back in my drinking days. I used to drink like a fish. I quit drinking like 20 years ago, thank God. But uh, back in my drinking days, I'd always go into the local watering hole, and I had, you know, this is like mid-90s, and I got like long hair and a beard. No one's really rocking the beard back then, especially the full beard. And every time I'd go into this place and party, uh, the guy playing music could stop and say, ladies and gentlemen, Jesus just entered the building. <laughs> <laughs> I'd leave, go use the restroom, go outside, whatever. He'd stop playing. Jesus just left the building, you know. And so this guy got everybody calling me Jesus. And, you know, I didn't really dig it too much. But, you know, after two years, three years of people handing you beers and calling you Jesus, you just kind of start to answer to it. So uh, I get this Jesus nickname up there, and I'm a huge wrestling fan. And... Uh, my lead guitarist is up there partying with me at the time. And I guys that get out of hand, I tell them, you know, hey, know your role, I'll come over there and tombstone your ass. And I'm threatening to tombstone some fool. And my lead guitarist just blurts out, tombstone Jesus, and he points at me. And I said, that's going to be my wrestling name. And he says, that's going to be our band name. And I says, brother, it's going to be both. And so that's what it was. And so Tombstone Jesus is actually a band, guys, mountain metal. Okay. Wow. I'm a singer, write the music, look it up, get on YouTube. You'll see all kinds of music by my band, Tombstone Jesus. Oh, and hell so yeah. that's how the name come about. We started, got the band together. We kind of took over Salt Lake and we're playing all the clubs. And uh, I did a show in this in this club. We this guy opened for us, and this one guy on guitar is like one of the best guitarists like in the country, for real. And I got done with my set. He'd already played, and he jumped up on the stage. He says, "Hey man, I, I want to be in your band." This guy's from like Georgia, I'm like, Dude, you're hired. I was pissed at one of my guitarists. I'm like, "You got the job." He's all. One other thing, he's all, uh, I'm a pro wrestler, he's all, nobody knows that I wear a mask. He's like, I think you'd be good at it. Bro, I've been waiting my whole life to get a chance to do this. So that guy got me my opportunity to start pro wrestling. And I was 40 years old when I started. Wow. I'm 51. I'll be 51. 51 in one month, boys. Hell I yeah. Portal years, I age in badass years, and in badass years, I'm peaking about 23. So I got AK-47 in my blood. That's my blood type. 
and uh, kicking ass is what I do. And so I've been pro wrestling for about five, 10, 11 years now and uh, never looked back. Tombstone Jesus was definitely my name. When I started my band, if you ever hear my entrance music, if you ever see me wrestle, the, the song I come out to is called Sasquatch. Well, that's my band. That's me singing. And uh, when we played the clubs, we got this Sasquatch suit from Hollywood. This thing's like eight foot tall. <laughs> Spent some money on this thing, right? Mm-hmm. And we'd always open our set with the Sasquatch song, and then the Sasquatch would come out from behind the stage <laughs> and start to talk around, and everybody go crazy. So when I, I started pro wrestling, it only made sense Sasquatch would be my bodyguard. So oh. if, you, if you dial up Tombstone Jesus, you'll find some early matches on YouTube. You'll see me with the Sasquatch and stuff. Just type in Tombstone Jesus Sasquatch on the YouTube. You'll find all kinds of shit. Go subscribe to my channel. You can really kind of see how it involves through the videos up until when I become a wrestler. And then I kind of laid off the, the YouTube videos and focused more on wrestling and stuff. But there's my music's on there, guys. There's comedy. You fall down the rabbit hole. Subscribe to Tombstone Jesus on YouTube. How... How long were you, maybe you already said, but how long did you say you were a band? Still am a band. I mean, I'll always be going back to that eventually. I used to wrestle and I'd win a belt. Two hours later, I'd be on the stage playing the club with that belt on, you know. I mean, same night. I did that shit all the time. Finally, it just got to be where I focused on wrestling, having the band, doing it all. is a lot of work, you know, and... And uh, when I can't wrestle anymore, I'll go back. You know, I've recorded about three albums, maybe 40-something songs all together. On YouTube, guys, you guys are going to shit. That's all I can say. You'd be really surprised. Uh, Railroad Car is a really good song. A lot of people love that. There's a cool video on there. Look it up. Mountain Metal. We're like uh, Leonard Skinner meets Motorhead. That's how we've been. Uh, <laughs> oh, Mountain well, that's my genre. Oh God, that's like hev- that sounds like heaven to me. Like as a big metalhead myself, that sounds like fucking heaven. Well, you're gonna fucking go nuts, dude. So, <laughs> also like you can find my entrance video. Maybe I'll send it to you guys or something. You gotta check that out. I think if you go to my Tombstone Jesus page on uh, Facebook, I hate Facebook mess with me they made me use my real name a few years ago then i had to come up with the public page and all they want is money from me it's a big pain mm. in the ass. but That's you can't go there find tombstone jesus and check out my entrance video you hear the whole sasquatch song that song's not on youtube it's a badass tune dude guarantee you'll love it guarantee it maybe you need a tombstone mark zuckerberg for some respect <laughs> <laughs> That guy, don't even get me started on that fucking robot, man. <laughs> don't want to go there. Now, we'll, oh. we'll have to keep quiet or this will never get seen anywhere. So, but Jesus. Remember when you used to just post shit and all your friends saw it? Yep. No matter what, whether it was a YouTube link or something else back in the good old days. Yeah, you, you could post. Yeah, you could. You could post you could post a picture that you and your friends thought was fucking hilarious, and everybody else would be like, "Oh, that's funny." Nowadays, it's dude, that is so wrong oh, on so many me. levels. I, yeah, it's like, oh my god. Oh, they even show it to anybody. That's the biggest kick in the ass. I mean, I got five thousand friends on my my. All right, everybody out there, Mike Schroeder. Okay, I got a few spots left. That's my. Real name they made me use back in the day. No one even knew my name. I loved it. It was just Tombstone Jesus, but hit me on Facebook there. That's where you'll find a lot of a lot of great stuff. That's where I get to post most of my stuff. And that's like I say, I got about five thousand friends there, and it's the same hundred people see anything. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, back in the day though, it didn't matter what I post, you showed it to all my friends, all my people, and it, you know, it's changed. Yeah. But hey, we got to use whatever tools we can when you're doing independent wrestling and when you're you know, got your own band and stuff. These are the tools that you you gotta you gotta use them. You know, you gotta yeah. use. Them. 
podcasts are great yeah. too. I run, I tell you, I run the social media on our podcast Twitter. I feel like the same thing that only a certain amount of people see your tweets on there too. It just doesn't only show it to a few people. Um, algorithms are. So I can pull a picture of my granddaughter or something. I'll get 500 likes, little baby or something, you know. I think I had a post. For some reason, it was nice to me. I had a picture of me flexing in my living room and got 100 and something likes or whatever. But usually it's the same 20 to 30 people. And it's not that no one likes it. No one sees it. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah. Whoever they'll show it to, they'll like it, you know. Yeah. Facebook's got oh, people are tired of seeing my shit. Nobody's seeing it. They're only showing it. And then if you start sharing a link off the platform, so that's, mm. I, I started doing my YouTube videos. I really love doing YouTube. And that's what got me into Facebook, because back then I could share one of my YouTube videos on Facebook. You got everybody's seen it. They'd check it out, you know. Now they're uh, it's been this way for a while. They don't want you to leave their platform. So any kind of, if you want anybody to see any kind of video on on Facebook or social media, your best chance is to screen record it on your iPhone. It gets its own new digital imprint now, and then they think you're uploading a private video or something, and then they'll show it to a few people. Mm. You know, but still, it's it's just it's it's ridiculous. Yeah, it's truly yeah. frustrating. It's really frustrating when you spend a lot of time, make something really cool, you put it out there and you realize the same 20 people that just, you know, liked your butthole joke just before or whatever, you know, same shit. I get it. I, I, get, I share that frustration oh, yeah. too myself. Hate this to turn yeah. into a, a Facebook rap. That's how easy <laughs> yeah, it'll do it easily. But, you know, YouTube, like I say, these are all the tools we got to use, you know. And yeah. without that, especially with that, I, YouTube's where my character really blew up. And so by the time I started independent wrestling, people knew who this character, this Tombstone Jesus is. Right now I'm on a show. It's written by Vince Russo. It's on Fight TV every Thursday, Devotion Championship Wrestling. You guys look it up. Everybody has fight, right? Mm-hmm. There's like 57 episodes on there, guys, and it's good shit, okay? It's written by Vince Russo, and we got good characters. That's what wrestling is. Tombstone Jesus is a great character, okay, and, and Vince Russo gets it. He knows what to do with my character, and that's what wrestling is, you know, and you're telling stories, and without to make a story interesting, you got to have interesting characters, you know. And so, as a wrestler, that's our job to be that interesting character. For me, it's a real simple deal because it's pretty much me just being me. Well, that's the best character. To have. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Anybody who knows me, they see me now doing this. They know me my whole life. They don't even. It just, it's like, it's not a surprise. Let's just say that. Um, Dave, do you have a question or Alan a question to ask before I ask mine? Yeah, I have another question. What were some of your favorite rivalries over the years? Oh, man. So right off the bat, there is a... Now, you talking my personal rivalries or wrestling rivalries as a fan? Uh, we can do both. We can program both of you like. Okay, well, I've had some good ones as a wrestler. Uh, there was a wrestler named Thanatos. Later, he became Josh Blade, a guy named Legion. These are all things of my past. Just recently, there's my son that come out of nowhere. I don't know if you guys know anything about my son, Otto Von Clutch. Uh, a couple years ago, I'm in a wrestling match. I'm in the middle of the ring. I'm on like a five-on-five five match, and I square up with this blonde kid, and he starts looking at me all funny and starts calling me dad. And uh, we finish off the match, and then he don't let up, you know, and it turns out he throws his mom's name out there, and I know his mother, and things start to get interesting. So we have... You know, he keeps claiming I'm his father, so I says, look, Junior, if you, if you want to beat me... If if you got enough of my DNA to beat me in the ring, I'll take this DNA 
DNA test because they're pushing this DNA test on me, you know. So, Nishita on YouTube, guys, you'll have to check it out. But uh, I have a match with him, and I beat his ass. <laughs> his mother shows up out of nowhere, pops in the ring, starts beating the shit out of me. Well, my wife, she's my wife runs merch at the merch table. She'd never come out of the curtains with me. She just runs merch and, you know, friends with all the fans, watches the show. She sees this chick beating the shit out of me. She comes, gets in the ring. Next thing I know, here my ex is and my wife having a Jerry Springer moment rolling around in the middle of the <laughs> ring, holding each other's hair. whole place is going nuts. And uh, I'm concerned with this, and old Otto kicks me in the back of the head, and they cut my hair and take my DNA. So I won the goddamn match. He still gets off with my DNA. Turns out he's my kid. And I've been having this love-hate relationship with him, and it's all over the internet. You guys will just have to follow it, check it out, look it out on YouTube. Um, I had a Growing Pains match with him out in Barstow, California. Guys, look this up. First ever. This was just last November. We had five-minute rounds, okay, with an hour time limit. Five-minute rounds. If the match isn't over in five minutes, there's a two-minute break of therapy session where we each speak for a minute. Okay? And this shit goes on and on and on. All I can say is plan on being entertained. It was during the pandemic. There's no fans. It's on Destination 6, uh, Tombstone Jesus vs. Autobahn Clutch. Watch that. Uh, but it's just never-ending with this kid. And uh, if I could ever team up with him, if we could ever get on the same page, we'd be tagged. There's no team in the world that could beat us. But the question is, will we leave the arena without killing each other, you know? And so i got to fight this kid again in Las Vegas on June 10th. I believe it's a Thursday night. And this is hope. I hope and this is going to be the final put this little shit to bed. You know what I'm. So yeah. that's June, that's June 10th in Vegas. You guys follow up on that. Uh, I wrestle in Salt Lake for devotion. I'm a bad guy out there. Out there, uh, right now I roll with the prophets of destruction, and you refer to me as Tombstone Judas. And if you refer to me as anything but that, you're going to get the taste slapped out of your mouth, especially in Salt Lake right now. Well, that's kind of how we're rolling over there. Hell yeah. I get a wrestle at a Bud Tenders convention in Las Vegas on the 22nd and 23rd. It's like a cannabis convention going on. Oh, hell Man, yeah. This is going to be a good time. Every Bud Tenders favorite uh, wrestler is going to be there kicking ass, uh, entertaining them. And uh, that's just things coming up right now and, you know, next few weeks. Uh, looking to really get out across the state, so that's why it's interesting where you guys live because uh, I'm getting out on the road. As soon as stuff opens up where people can enjoy themselves, maybe not have to wear a mask, whatever. Yeah. Tombstone Jesus is hitting the road, and I'm coming out east. You know, and the people out, kind of the people out in Georgia, the people out in Florida, people out in Kentucky, the people out in Tennessee, the people out in Texas. They get Tombstone Jesus. How about that North Carolina? Want... How about that North Carolina? I got absolutely, brother. The everywhere in the South is where I'm planning on going. I can. I, I, there's 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 a there's a place down here. I'd love to. I'd love to see you come work at. Talk to some promoters. You know, like I say, things are finally opening up. I don't know if you guys know. Uh, there's this. I think it's Trippin' Balls was his name on Twitter. And this guy found, uh, I hadn't been on my Twitter in over 10 years. And thank God for this guy. Another shout out to you, brother. He found some old clip of me, uh, not even that old. Um, good match, anyone out there. I, I fought the American Giant. It's on YouTube. Great match. Check it out. And this guy just took a little video clip of me coming out to my fans. And he uh, he tweeted, somewhere in Utah, there's a wrestler named Tombstone Jesus. He's old as fuck. And it 
went viral or did whatever that does over there. Twitter pay did whatever, you know, and uh, got like 60,000 views on that thing. And all these great wrestlers retweeted it. And five, six days this went on. I finally got a phone call. And someone told me, hey, this shit's going on over on Twitter. Go check it out. And uh, I tell you, I was I was humbled, man. A lot of awesome comments, and and uh, so that's why I'm trying to get my Twitter going a little over there. Anyone out there, follow me on Twitter, uh, and uh, definitely plan on touring. I mean, you know, I was fortunate enough to be on a TV show last year. We worked all through the pandemic, and uh, I got to wrestle a lot more than most wrestlers. But still, like every other wrestler out there, man, we were held back. And so, just rip-roaring, ready to go here in 2021, man. Looking to make yeah. up that lost time. Excited for that. Yeah. So, it's just crazy. Only in wrestling can you figure out you have a son you didn't know about in a match. Like, that's just... That's something right there. <laughs> Only in wrestling. Growing pains match. I mean, you know, watch... Watch, I okay. I think if you just YouTube Tombstone Jesus and Autobahn Clutch, most of this shit will come up. Uh, the DNA match, though, I mean that one you've got to find. That's 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 insane. I just had a lumberjack match where he should be pretty much done in Salt Lake City. You know that's on YouTube. It's like Devotion Championship Wrestling. They're all on YouTube as well, guys. There's there's two, three years of, of television shows. This stuff is good. Dig into it. Dig into it. You can see me fight auto. It's just like two, three episodes ago. Lumberjack match. Good stuff. Good stuff. Um, so right now, along with the feud I got going on that's never ending with my son, Otto, uh, there's this character out in Los Angeles named Jay Baptist. And he's a real preacher. And uh, we had it out in Barstow, California. And this guy brought his whole freaking congregation out oh. there. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> You've got to watch this video, guys. It's just barely come up on Destination 6, Tombstone Jesus versus Jay Baptist, okay? And, I, I mean... You got to see it. You got to see it to the very end. I didn't get baptized. And uh, talk about a hostile crowd. You know, I swear there was a fucking bucket of tar and a pile of feathers in the back with my name on it. I was glad to get the hell out of there alive. But dial that one up, guys. That's good shit. It just, just barely come up on YouTube. So I, I'm going to finish things off with him uh, June 19th. Destination 6 in Barstow, California. And this Jay Baptist Tombstone Jesus character, you know, an MMA like Styles make matchups and shit, that's what's going on here with me and this son of a bitch. I'll tell you what. It's good stuff. It's good stuff. Check it out. He came out with a church choir singing like hymnals as his entrance music? What's that? Does he come out yeah. with like a church choir singing yeah. his song? Yeah, and a big old horn. He's got like ghetto zombies and shit. <laughs> and he's mixing the Kool-Aid. He's drinking it too. And I spit the damn Kool-Aid out, and you'll see it on the video. Mm-hmm. And he's got all, all these people drinking the Kool-Aid. I'm not kidding you. This is a cult. This is a cult. These people are nuts. I had one. My wife's out there. You'll see a woman in purple with the cowboy hat. I'd right in the middle of this hostility. She's always got my back. Thank God for my queen. But check check it out, guys. Great, great match. It was a great match. It ain't over. Great ending. The crowd was hot. It was a good time. I say, I'm something tells me they didn't uh, take a liking to the Jesus name, did they? <laughs> That's why I cut a promo on him, and I'm like, now you can lay a bed at night and wonder everything everyone else is wondering, the same damn thing. How in the hell are you going to baptize a tombstone Jesus? And it didn't work out for him. But <laughs> this one, guys, this is the feud of 2021. Follow this. Follow this. Sounds like a feud I didn't know I need, but now I want to see. It's like, that's, that's like, exactly. 
dude, this is biblical shit. This is, let me tell you, I got the robe still. That's right, Jay. That's right. Oh. I took this home, you son of a bitch. <laughs> Watch the video, guys. It'll all make sense. I'm getting fired up right now. Let's change the subject. Yeah. <laughs> don't want you to come through this screen in Tombstone New Year's. <laughs> it's too early in the afternoon. I don't know the cops over here yet. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you said you started wrestling at 40. Was there a time in your life you wanted to do it before that? My whole life. Oh, yeah. God, I was the biggest wrestling fan. So when I was a kid, you know, I'm like 10 years old. The teacher's like, write down three things you want to be when you grow up. I'm like, pro wrestler, pro football player, rock star, right? He's like, these aren't realistic. I'm like, what did you write down, teacher, when you were 10? You know, fuck you, dude. <laughs> so. I hate when they say that. I'm like. I'm like 35 years old, and I was injured at the time. I'm like a construction foreman, and I'm remembering writing down three things. And it sure as fuck wasn't foreman, you know? So, at the time, I was a hell of a football player, but that, that time had gone, okay? I wasn't going to be able to be a pro football player. I thought my time had passed on being a pro wrestler. And what nothing stopped me from being a rock star. So I got my music career going. Like I say that that's now metal guys, check it out, enjoy it. It's there. Later, when the opportunity came to become the pro wrestler, I'm like, pinch me. Okay, fuck yeah, I'm doing it. But you know, everyone in my world's like, uh, hey dude, you're fucking forty. Oh, and you don't have insurance right now. Maybe you should have done this when you was 20, 21, you know. I'm like, what kind of price is, what, what kind of price you put on a dream? You know what I mean? I know what I wrote down when I was 10. But I went, I went all in, guys, you know, and that's what I've been doing for the past 10 years, you know. And I decided my dreams was more important than the rest of the bullshit. And so I get, you know, my, my day job went from being this priority to, to this priority, and my dreams took the spot. Since then, I've never looked back, you know, and there's been every excuse to not do what I do. I could go on and on and on and tell you about my injuries and shit. So, you know, you listen to your heart, do what you want to do, you do it your way, and when it's all done, you say, fucking A, you know, and that's that's all I'm trying to do right now. So, you know, I age in badass years. I don't know if the WWE sees it that way. You know, being 51 years old might be a little harder for me to get there than a lot of these guys I'm working with. But I tell you, a lot of these people I'm working with are on their way. It's fun seeing them work their way on up. You know, I've got a lot of good friends in AEW right now, and a lot of a lot of great people just seen it all happen for him, you know, and, and for me, I'm going to enjoy this and go as far as I can with it, I want to touch as many people out there as I can, and, uh, you know, that's, that, that's where I'm at with this, 2021 is going to be a big year, I figure I got another 10 years in me, easy, easy, and with this physique, are you kidding me? <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I'd love to see what Vince McMahon's reaction to your gimmick would be. That Tombstone Jesus, that would be an interesting conversation right there. What <laughs> the PG that? stuff he got. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I, when I first started wrestling, I'd get told there's, like, chat rooms arguing about your name, dude. They're, like, wrestlers in chat rooms. Back when I first come out, this shit would go on for two or three days. They're, like, People just arguing about your name, whether it's cool, whether it's not, whether it's okay, whether it's not, whether they'd book you, whether they wouldn't. You know, the name's been gold from day one. I don't care who you are, whether you're with or you're against it, you never forget it. You know, Tombstone Jesus is not a religious character. That's what Jay Baptist found out. 
Okay, that Bible shit don't work on me. I'm like Pecos Bill and Paul Bunyan all <laughs> wrapped up in one, man. I'm a mythological character. Oh, yeah. And that's why me and Jay Baptist, you know. <laughs> don't want to get you fired up again. <laughs> like I say, I spit that Kool-Aid out, you know. You got to watch that video. But uh, it's good stuff. You mentioned Jay Baptist a lot. Who's some of your favorite opponents other than Jay Baptist? Well, Jay's on my mind. Otto's my son. Um, oh, my God. Josh Glade. There's a guy I've been fighting my whole career on and off. Um, but I, I've got to be in the ring with some greats, guys. Okay, I've got to be in there with... Chris Masters. I've got to be in there with Rhino. I've got to team up with Mr. Kennedy. Uh, I had two great matches with Sin Bodie. He took my belt. I got to take it back from him. Love that guy. Learned a lot from that guy. Um, you know, you name it. I mean, there's a lot of wrestlers. You know, a lot of the names you hear are the ones with some heavy feuds I've had, but I've got to work with some some of the best guys in the business, you know, week after week. And it's just an honor. Right now, I'm good buddies. Uh, really hoping to tag up with Beastman Husk out there. I love that guy. Uh, but yeah, yeah, you name it. Everybody on the indie scene right now. There's there's a lot of good workers out there, and, and there's a lot of good matchups for me. You ever cross paths with Carrion Cross Killer Cross? I know. Before he went yeah. to Impact, he did a lot of work in Vegas for FSW. Yeah, he come and did a show with another promotion I was at uh, in Salt Lake. He was Kevin Cross. I think he just won the FSW championship or something. And uh, he was big time in AAA at the time, and he was just getting ready to go on to Lucha. And I remember talking to him, and, and it was like he was getting to be just big enough where he wasn't kind of going to be able to take these smaller bookings anymore. And so I was grateful to just get to chat with the guy in the locker room and get to, get to know him a little bit. And then there was someone there. We just knew he was on his way. It's been fun watching him. Yeah, what a cool guy. And now he's here being NXT champion. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Chris Bay, there's another guy I remember, like, I, I might have been on a card in Vegas, it was one of his first matches, he was just a skinny little kid, it's been amazing watching what he has done uh, I'm a big Hammerstone fan, I like Hell yes. I follow the, the the man big time uh, what a stud, there's a lot of good talent, you know um, Abaddon you know, she come and work with us a bit. She was out of Rocky Mountain Pro, you know, watching her just blow up at AEW the way she has. Her character is just awesome. Wow. Yeah, uh, she's good. Rekka Tahaka, guys. So she's been with us at the Boston Championship Wrestling, you know, from day one. She's going to premiere on Dark tomorrow, uh, Monday night on YouTube. Uh, she's taking on... Uh, Stir up the pot, girl. I can't think. Red Velvet. Oh, so nice. check out Rekka, guys. It's going to be her debut, and uh, she's amazing. So really? I enjoy that. Manny Lemons. Okay, now he's the real Manny Smith. Yeah, he's someone I'm in debt to forever. He's the guy who kind of made the Boston Championship Wrestling out here in Salt Lake really make it all happen. Uh, got Vince Russo involved, and uh, just he's a great guy as well. Got to plug him. Dave, what are you doing? <laughs> so Dave, you're... I was you needing to charge my computer, so I was plugging it back in. My apologies. Okay. Um, sorry. Abby, do you know who John Skyler is? Who? John Skyler. John Skyler. He wrestles in dark a lot. I, I don't. I don't know him personally. Okay. I was just thinking about it because you're Tombstone Jesus. Well, his nickname is the Southern Savior. I feel like that would make a lot of biblical fans not very happy. It'd be kind of funny. I mean, that'd be a good feud, too. <laughs> I want to get that, that hangman. That hangman page. 
character, dude. That, that oh, now that would be that would be sick. You two would have great matches. Hangman and the Tombstone Jesus. That would be something right there. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. A lot of great matchups for me, but right now, yeah, guys, follow this Jay Baptist thing. It's gonna be the it's gonna be the feud of 2021. I'll have to. I, I'm actually like really intrigued by that uh, shape. I've been talking a lot. Do you have any questions? So, being a lifelong wrestling fan, who are some of the people that you have been influenced by? Legends of the business that have influenced your career personally. I'm so glad you asked that, brother. So you know, for me. Um, you know, growing up in the 70s, a little boy, I don't know what it was. I fought every kid in the neighborhood since I was three years old. My parents could never figure it out. You know, they're like, where's he channeling this shit? And uh, I loved comic books. And I loved fighting. I just really did. And, and the first time I saw pro wrestling was the first time I saw real superhero real live man with muscles for christ's sakes you know what i mean and he was fighting and stuff and so i was about seven eight years old when i first saw professional wrestling and for me it was like you know a living comic book and so there's no way you know i i was you know i was what you call a lay down as far as being a wrestling fan like this dude was there's no way i couldn't be a wrestling fan and so the first wrestling we got in our town was AWA. And uh, I watched this half-hour show every Saturday morning. It was on about 10 in the morning called All-Star Wrestling. Had Ken Patera and, and uh, big old Jerry Blackwell and, God, you name it. You know, all, 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 the, all the classic, the Ganyas, Vern Ganya, of course, owned it. And, I followed it. I loved that week to week. I'd watch it, and then I'll never forget first time Hulk Hogan came on that show. He just had his back turned to the camera, and you just saw his huge back. And I think he had a manager with him, and and me and Gene just looked like this little midget, you know. And I'm like, my dad's upstairs doing shit. I'm watching on this little black and white TV, and I'm like, Dad, Dad, I'm yelling to my dad, Get out of here, Dad. Dad comes down, he's like, geez, what? You know, I'm all, look at this guy, Dad. And by this time, Hogan's turned around. And I'm like, Dad's all, that's a big guy, you know. And I'm all, how do you get big like that? Dad says, you lift weights. I'm like, you mean like dumbbells and barbells? And he's like, yep, that's exactly what I mean. And so I told him, well, that's what I want for Christmas. Like, you want a weight set for Christmas? Christmas is in like two months. I'm like, I want a weight set, you know. But he got me the little plastic cement weeder set that everybody got in the 70s, you know, had about 60 pounds. And I outgrew it in about two weeks. And so then my dad went and took me to a real gym and he bought me this setup, this weight setup where I had a bench. He could add a squat rack to it, a leg extension. A preacher curl all this shit and so for the next five years every birthday and every Christmas I'd get more weights and a new attachment to my to my bench you know and this was all because I saw Hulk Hogan on TV you know? so Hogan was huge for me you know I always got to mention Hogan first now Ric Flair first time I saw guys Ric Flair I mean you got to go back to like 79, 80, 81, 82, 83. Check out Ric Flair back then. There is the man. I mean, in his prime, dude. Watch him wrestle. Watch his interviews, you know. I mean, I was just a little kid, and I'm like, I want to be like that guy. And then the Macho Man, of course, you know. Are you kidding me? Lady Elizabeth, the Macho Man. Huge, huge. And then... Probably the guy a little older, when I got a little older, dude, I was just a huge fan. <laughs> I've always been a physique guy, you know, was the ultimate warrior. And so for me, you know, it's like Hogan, Flair, the Macho Man, and the Warrior were my big influences, you know. But I watched every wrestling there was growing up. You know, Glow, I watched all the Glow Girls every week. Anything that came on, dude, I was, I seen it all. And, uh, yeah, huge wrestling fan. 
Abe, uh, what about you? You got another question? Uh, yes. So, what were some of your favorite road stories, if you have any? <laughs> oh, I got a pretty good... So, I went down... I got to go on a tour on some Indian reservations in Arizona. And the guys I went down with, unfortunately, both of them passed away. Steve Gatorwolf, he used to wrestle in the WWE... He's kind of a legend out here in the West, and uh, he's Native American. And then there's a wrestler by the name of the Super Destroyer. And uh, I went on the road trip. We went down. We hit a few of the reservations on tour, and that's when I got to find out a couple things about my good buddy Jamin, the Super Destroyer. Uh, I had to share a room with him. And they're getting ready. And, okay, you guys are heading back to your hotel. And old Gator says, so did, does he know? And Jamin's all, I haven't told him yet. And I'm all, no, what? Start, Gator starts giggling. He's all, uh, super destroyer here snores. And I'm like, well, okay, you know, I probably snore a little, whatever. And he's all, no, dude, he snores. And I just remember Gator telling me have a fun night. And so we get ready to go to sleep, and he's like, hey, man, I'm going to start snoring. You know, I'm sorry when I sleep. Okay, you know, and holy shit, dude. It sounded like a Harley Davidson. I mean, that thing in the back of your throat, whatever <laughs> makes that noise, you think that thing would have wore out, right? Just wore the fuck out, right? So I end up out in, by the pool, out on the lawn chair, sleeping all night. I can still hear him snoring. He <laughs> <laughs> so was the super to snore. And uh, we're headed out there. We're on the reservations. And uh, the first, this was the first time up until just now I ever got to be a heel. I was always a, a hero. And it turned out I was in the main event with Gator fighting for belts everywhere we toured and we, the first high school we went to the crowd was great I got them to boo me pretty good you know I I come out and I'm like you know found the old lady got her to give me a high five did the old miss shit everybody <laughs> knew, knew that I wasn't a good guy after that so I wanted to turn it up the next day so it was a big big crowd I went in there and we're down on the Indian reservation I grabbed the mic and I said, what's the difference between Jack Daniels and John Wayne? All quiet. I says, Jack Daniels is still killing Indians. There, <laughs> 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 oh. right? So I had a great match with Gator. He's a legend. He beat my ass in the end. I got a lot of heat. had a lot of fun. Got my got the ref to laugh. Anytime if you can get the ref to laugh, that that's a good time, right? You can fuck with him. And uh, so, anyways, we get done, and you know, I'm used to being the good guy taking pictures, this and that. Now I kind of push it a little far in this show, and so I'm in the back getting out of my gear pretty quick, kind of checking out where I'm going to exit this building and not be seen, if you know what I mean. And. Uh, I'm getting ready to go, and all of a sudden, these Indians come around the corner. He's like, hey, Tombstone, there's a bunch of people out here waiting for you. And I'm like, oh, yeah, what do they want? He's like, I think they want your autograph. I'm like, are you serious? And I walked out there, and there was about 100 people. They all started clapping. Oh, wow. Oh, damn. Really, guys? And they're like, yeah, you know, it's all fun game. So I took a bunch of pictures with them and stuff. But that's some road trip stories there. I, we could do road trip shit for... Yeah, I know you're on a time hour. limit. Oh, three hours, that's good stuff. But anytime you get to go out wrestling, you know, that's what was fun about Barstow, you know, is being in that hostile environment. And uh, I don't know, I just beat off it. I love it. I love wrestling. Yeah, I love it too. It's great to see the passion that the wrestlers have for the business, for us fans like yours. It's crazy. So, you know, I, I remember... Uh, one the, it was one of the first times I got to work with Chris Masters. He he was in the main event, and I was hanging out with him in the back, and he's getting ready to go out and do his thing, you know. And so I'm hanging out with him, 
and it's just a countdown before he goes through the curtain. And I watched Chris just like go through this ritual, man. He just really got himself psyched up. And I got so inspired by that because I'm pretty sure that's the same thing he did, whether he's going out there in front of 50,000 people or 1,000 people or 500 people, you know what I mean? On the indie, on the indie scene, you know, you might have a nice tight little crowd with two, three, four hundred people. Great, great crowd, you know. And uh, here's a guy who's done it all, and he's just as psyched up and has rushed out to, to go out and entertain that amount of people and and I, that inspired me you know that's when I realized you know once you get it in your blood it really don't matter I mean we all want to have the biggest crowd out there but the bottom line is we're gonna leave it all in the ring no matter what yeah so I know we're uh, 45 a little over 45 minutes and I know that was your time when you had so uh I guess we should wrap it up for you <laughs> Guys, let me come back, man. Next time, don't be such a pussy. Thanks for taking your <laughs> shirt off, Dave. Hey, yeah. I don't know. Man. Yeah. I don't yeah. All right. That's what I'm talking about. But, hey, guys, have me back. Oh, uh, hell I yeah. To talk about, I mean, just next month, um, the shit that's been going on. I mean, I'd love to update everybody on it. And uh, Dial up that Growing Pains match, okay, on YouTube, everybody. It's a Destination 6 promotion, but if you type in, like, Tombstone Jesus Growing Pains, it'll come right up. Absolutely. And, I mean, it's one of them train wrecks you just got to fucking watch, you know. That's all I can say. Hey, we'll, we'll definitely have a part two because we oh, only yeah. touched the surface on all of your stuff, and it's already <laughs> past that time. So, uh, yeah, look I'll forward to it. you guys some music, too, man. Seriously. Oh, I got you. All right, guys. uh, That's Tombstone Jesus. I'm your host, Dustin, um, host Dave, and host Shipesta, and we are out. Stay going, my friends. Deuces. Bye. Nice.